0: good team win and that's the message to our guys we got a lot of different people helping out it just it felt good it was just a a solid effort for most of the game Uh, we had a couple drop-offs where we got a little sloppy but uh, one of our more consistent we talk about playing as many as close to 48 you know just solid minutes as possible and tonight felt like we, we had a good portion of that um Alex came in, gave us some nice minutes. Uh, you know, Baysmore was great again, and just uh, Harry finishing the game the way he did it was, it was really nice. Uh, you know, ha- happy for the guys and a good start to a long road. Trip.
1: You guys had the lead most of the game, and then there in the fourth, they were able to take the lead briefly. What was it about you guys that were able to kind of turn it back around in your favor?
0: It, well, we uh, we just we stuck with it. Uh, we didn't. We, there was no no panic. And when they took the lead, I mean they. We talked about before the game, they got some really good players over there. Kawhi and Lou Will, they're tough. There's not much you can do to, to, to stop them, even though I do think we did a great job of trying to make it hard on them. Uh, they both still had you know, big nights, but... Uh, we just kept uh sticking with it and trusting each other and making the next play and uh you know, eventually we got the lead back and, and they missed some some hooks down the stretch and and we knocked a couple down. So uh overall just r- really pleased with the with the, the effort that we sustained for the game.
2: What's up everyone out there? Happy Saturday to you. This is Jason Jones. Uh coming to you from uh the city I call home, the lovely city of Los Angeles, California, where the Sacramento Kings made a trip down here. Uh, as the paraphrase of The Rock would say, they lay off the smack of down on the LA Clippers once again. Second time in the last uh, about month or so, the Kings have come to LA, beat the Clippers. This time it's 112 103 on a Saturday afternoon. Big games from from uh, Kent Bazemore, De'Aaron Fox, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Contributions from Alex Lynn in his first game as a king. Harry Giles with a career high in minutes played his first career double-double. A whole lot to get into. A whole lot to touch on. But, brief summary. The Kings have now won eight of their last 12. They're, that's right, they're 8-4 and four since... Late January, when Luke Walton uh, made the switch in the starting lineup to go to Buddy Hill off the bench and Bogdan Bogdanovich at the starter. And that's also around the same time that uh, Kent Bazemore, who showed up uh, along with Anthony Tolliver and that trade from Portland, kind of gave a little pep talk, uh, gave the team some encouragement, let them know hey, guys, you aren't that far off from um, being able to win some games. And they've done that. And as you heard from the clip, From Luke Walton before the game, he thought it was a, I mean, not before the game. That was from after the game. But what Luke was saying is true. It was a solid effort from start to finish. Kings held the uh, Clippers at 13 points in the first quarter. So even though the Clippers made their runs, even took the lead late in the fourth quarter, Kings were very resilient. Big three from Bogey in that stretch. Uh, He also found Harry for a lob dunk that kind of helped put the game away. Some big moments from the team and still hearing some playoff talk from these guys talking about being five games out of the last spot guys are looking at the standings now kind of wondering okay well maybe this is where where can we fit in you know maybe we can make a run and it's a pretty good vibe around the team right now because even after the, the road trip before the break where they lost at Milwaukee and Dallas I didn't feel like the the vibe was down from the team it just felt like hey they took a couple a couple of tough losses but all in all they felt they had been playing well they were still 6-4 in their previous 10 and and before the break so all in all Kings have some reasons to feel good about what they're doing right now how they're looking and what they can have going for the rest of this road trip Uh, the team is going to stay in LA actually uh, tonight and tomorrow and attend uh, Kobe Bryant's uh, the memorial on Monday before flying back up north to San Francisco where the team will play the Warriors Tuesday. So got all that out the way and what I want to start off talking about is, is uh, Harry Giles. And what I'll do is before I get to that, I'll give you all a little clip of Harry talking postgame after his first career double-double, 14 points. Matched a career high with 12 rebounds and played a career high 32 minutes.
1: How did, how did that unfold? Uh, I felt good. Um, like I said the other night, just trying to build on the opportunity and just keep winning. For you guys, uh, that 13th quarter, to kind of set a defensive tone for you. Right. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, you know, they made their runs and they're a great team, so you know they're going to make their runs. So for us, it's just standing that and. Uh, it's real tough, especially with Kawhi. He gets going, and, you know. When everybody else gets going, it's just a hell of a team. So for us, it's uh, just getting the stops and staying to our identity. You know, sometimes it's hard. It starts to kind of get out of whack. You know what I'm saying? Because the crowd gets into it, and you know we can relate, especially with us being at home too. So I mean, with us playing at home, doing the same thing, so you kind of have to like reverse your mind a little bit, kind of put yourself in, you know, in their shoes, and kind of just lock in. But it's on the road, and you know, this is basketball too. So for us, it's just locking and getting the win. Your first quarter double double, how good does that feel? I feel good, man. I feel like I already had one, I should have had <laughs> one, but you know, uh, I glad I can finally put one in the books.
0: You uh, you stayed on the court like 34 minutes tonight, um, right. and you played with really well defensively without fouling, right? How much is that part of your development and just getting comfortable on the court, right?
1: I think just with, with time and reps, I'm gonna get better, I'm gonna keep getting better. Uh, you know how to foul it, it, just it varies, and it's, it's tough, you know what I'm saying, depending on how you want to play. Oh. Depending on how the refs gonna let you play too. So, uh, you know, I'm gonna keep getting better at that and just keep playing hard on doing doing. What I can. That lob that you got from Bogey there, just how good did that feel you take a step away? Like. Great, you know what I'm saying I just, <laughs> catch lob. You know what I'm saying good to seal the deal and uh, it was a good moment to uh, you know finish out the game strong with that. Little no emphasis on it.
2: Did that feel like kind of the? the, the the, I guess the put away moment there.
1: Yeah, you can say that. I mean, it ain't really the put away to that to that zero zero. You know, right. cause you know how that goes. You know, we've done it too. So I mean, for me, uh, it felt good. It felt good. Yeah, hey, do you remember that at the end of that losing streak in Detroit?
0: Just kind of the mood and the vibe around the team. And, and can you talk about all? Little- how much it's changed
1: in the last? we going back to Detroit. Uh, can't really remember that, but uh, I'm sure it felt good to win. Uh, no, you lost. Are we lost? In a row. That's what I'm saying. They didn't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Things have changed since then. Right. We're on a better path, so we're going we're gonna to rock with the future now. Forget the past. I ain't looking back. You guys do feel like you're in a group right now? Yeah, I think we're in a groove. I mean, we can't get too far ahead of ourselves. You know, you got to stay humble, but uh, let's just keep winning. You know, we keep the good energy, and we're going to rock with it.
2: And again, that was Harry Giles letting you know about how he felt about what's going on right now with the team, his play, a little bit about the team, and just how he's played, how he played against the Clippers, and what we're seeing is that clearly Harry is trending up. Harry's trending in the right direction, which only causes someone like me, this is what I know, or us media folks, to do is continue to wonder, even though we were kind of, we we're all given an explanation as to why the Kings didn't pick up Harry Jow's option for next season. But I got a text from one of my league buddies right after the game who said pretty much, yeah, good thing the Kings front office had the foresight to not pick up Harry's option because essentially now Harry's auditioning for the rest of the league. And you got to like what you see. I mean, we all knew Harry played with that fire, that tenacity, that edge. And it stood out so much on this team because there weren't enough guys with that edge. But you look at the game today. Harry's out there playing like that. Alex Lynn brings a little bit of that. He brought a little, little you know, like he like you know a little smoke with him, and I like that, just because you know he's a big guy who plays like a big guy, has a big guy attitude, and then you throw in Baysmore in that mix. You got some guys with a little fight in them, and and I think it helps accentuate what Harry does because now Harry has guys out there he can feed off of and i thought harry was really good today Um, uh, he's gonna not he's, he's gonna give up some size in, in a lot of cases right now playing center but he's making up for it just about his activity he's crashing the boards he's active on defense he's playing more minutes without picking up fouls i mean he's still a young player so there's gonna be nights where those fouls pile up because we know how to, how that goes you know there's calls, and there's calls that guys who the refs don't know don't get. So he still will not have those nights, but I think he's establishing himself as a guy who's going to be aggressive defensively. He thought he had a big defensive play late against Kawhi Leonard, and the game's still kind of in the balance. Kawhi drives to the – you know, he reaches in, pokes the ball away. I was surprised they didn't call a foul because, well, it's the Kings and it's Harry, and normally he's going to get a foul in that case, but he didn't. So – Uh, Harry's going to make it, is doing himself a lot of favors just for his career right now because after spending that first year essentially, you know, rehabbing and not playing at all, then you get on the court a little bit last year. And then to start this year, it was just, it was just tough, I felt like, for Harry. You know, had the knee soreness and all that stuff. You know, we find out after media availability as we're leaving that, you know, Harry's not even making the trip to India in the preseason. You hear whispers that he wasn't in shape. You hear whispers that there's concern and the Kings don't pick up his option. For, you know, in NBA terms, a relatively low salary of about $3.9 million. Harry misses eight games. Start the year, kind of still getting over this neat thing. But the, the more Harry has played, the more he has gained the trust of the coaching staff, particularly on defense. It wasn't really, Harry's playing time before had nothing to do with offense. We know Harry can score. We know he's a talented passer. We know he plays with great energy, great hustle, great effort. But it was more so the defensive nuances. And this is goes back as to as recently as that Miami game before the break. Just kind of seeing some of the issues he was having defensively, whether it be communication, not being in the right spot, and that was keeping him up the lineup. To me, it's a testament to Harry as just basketball intellect that you look at it basically in two weeks. Harry's going from a guy that you had to maybe pull in the fourth quarter for fear of kind of wondering what he would do to a guy who's become a key. And I think it's going to stay that way for a while. No timetable for Marvin Bagley's return. Uh, Rashawn Holmes is not ready to return. So Harry's going to get a good chance to audition, not just for the Kings, but for the rest of the league. And if you're Harry, do you stick around? Or do you entertain and offer to return the Kings if you can find something where maybe you have a playing time guaranteed? I shouldn't say guaranteed because we know nothing's really guaranteed in the league, but maybe you find a team that doesn't have a Marvin Bagley and a Rashawn Holmes already already ahead of you, <laughs> and you get a chance to uh, get out there and play more. But right now, Harry's doing himself doing himself really good right now in terms of that, and just in terms of guys in the locker room and the fan base, I don't think anyone could be, anyone could be, there's a player, anyone could be happier for than Harry right now. And so the Kings are are pleased with his progress, but you have to wonder if all this progress and the time and the hours put into getting Harry to this point is going to be for naught when Harry bolts in the summer. I shouldn't say when, because it's not guaranteed he's going to be gone, but hey. I'm just saying that the way Harry's playing right now, he's going to have some suitors. He's going to have some teams who are interested in bringing him on. So I just think that right now, the way the team has played, you know, Kent has, he deserves a lot of credit. I think Luke Walton deserves a lot of credit for some of his coaching moves during this stretch. But Harry's been a big part of this. Go back to that game in Chicago. He helped turn that game around with his defense. He blocked a dunk at the rim. So I just really believe that right now this is a this is going to be a great stretch. Excuse me, great stretch for Harry, and he has a chance to really establish himself and make it tough on the Kings. Because if Harry weren't playing well, it'd be it'd be an easy deal. Maybe you can you, know, you can bring him back on that one year deal after the season and not worry about any competition. Because maybe Harry's just happy to get a contract. But I think now Harry has definitely done enough to where. And you look at the big picture with him and the organization and his career, he's going to have options. He's going to have a chance to maybe go somewhere else for a bigger role. And if that happens, it becomes one of those shame on the Kings, shame on the front office situations. You misplayed it. You thought maybe that making Harry, as the word was, earn his his, his deal next year was going to fall into your favor. But that was before... That's before Marvin Bagley only plays 13 games. And we're near the end of uh, of February in the season. You're not knowing what's going to happen. So, it's going to be, I think you know, the Kings might have played themselves on this one. And time will tell, but right now, if I had to bet right now, my bet would be the Kings played themselves. And Harry's going to make some other team very happy next season. So, just to let you know, uh, on the athletic.com, I wrote about Kent Baysmore, kind of the guy who's brought energy, who's brought some new life to this team. Bays had 23 points. uh, Team high 23 points against the Clippers. Brought great energy off the bench. Had four steals, six rebounds. You know, flying around. He's making shots. He's doing a lot. He's doing everything that, you know... Essentially, he's doing some of the things that Trevor Ariza did, but he's younger, he's more lively, and his inner and his energy is what the Kings needed. I think, in terms of communicating with his teammates, not in, in, and also setting an example of how to play defense and where to be, his energy has been infectious. It's really, I believe, been a big reason why the Kings are playing better. Because i always one of my always my one of my old complaints about the Kings has always been that. For a team to have so many guys who were young, they were a real low energy team. Not a lot of guys played with a lot of open emotion, a lot of fire. You know, De'Aaron will tell you he's not a overly emotional guy on the court. So, you know, pretty much that was that was Buddy's job. So you look at what Kent has brought. You know, when I, and I remember when the trade happened, there were people saying, "Okay, trade happened. We don't want Kent Bazemore. Justin James needs to play." and Justin James ain't sniffing the rotation right now, and that's no knock on Justin. The fact is, Kent Bazemore is a better player. He's a vet, and he's got these guys believing maybe they can make some noise and do something they can't, you know, that hasn't been thought about, and that's make the playoffs. I'm not jumping on the playoff bandwagon just yet. Still five games out with, um, with the you know, you have 20-plus you have, you have games to go. You, you know, you got 26 to go, so it's not over. But I do like that the the idea that these guys want to finish the year strong. To me, if the if there's gonna be a positive about this, don't finish the season the way you did last season going nine and sixteen after the break. Continue to improve and I see I see habits. I hear guys talk about attention to detail and that's been lost with this team for many years as they've struggled. Just guys who know the little things, you know, knowing who to defend. Don't leave that guy open. You know, just just the the minor details. or I think it's major details. <laughs> if, that's a, if that's a correct phrase, but just not knowing you know, knowing where to be on defense. All those things matter, to why a team is always losing. And they're starting to pick up on those things. Uh, Harris and Barnes mentioned it on Thursday. Bayesmore mentioned it again today. Just the guys are just the, the attention to detail, the preparation from the coaching staff. All that's paying off right now. So now you're going to a situation where. We we go into that dangerous category, uh, territory with the Kings of they should or should have a good chance of winning when they go to San Francisco on Tuesday. Looking so you could be looking at another three game winning streak, and if that's you know that would put them nine games below five hundred, or as I could say now nine went nine games away from Harrison Barnes getting a haircut, and they have to still win ten in a row to get the five hundred, but. <laughs> Excuse me. I like the energy from the squad. I like the the vibe right now. Vibe is much better than it was a month ago. Uh, things that, you know, you get the feeling being around them. They do believe they can make some noise, make some things happen. So, I don't really have a whole lot more to add to it than that. Uh, again, the Kings win 112-103. Uh, Kent Bazemore, 23 points, 6 rebounds, 4 steals. Bow down Bogdanovich, 20 points. Two assists, five rebounds. De'Aaron Fox, twenty points, eight assists, four rebounds. So, shout out to De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron's playing well. You know, he's a, uh, you know, he, you know, with with the whole, you know, with the John Morant hype, and I think a lot of, you know, some other young point guards in the league, people were acting like De'Aaron was a scrub or he just wasn't, you know, he he couldn't play. De'Aaron's playing well lately, and six, to eight from the free throw line tonight. You know. Obviously, you want 8-for-8, but it wasn't one of those 3-for-8, 4-for-8 nights that uh, De'Aaron's had this season. So, you're seeing some positives. Um, Again, Harry Giles, 14 points, 12 rebounds. Harrison Barnes didn't have the big scoring night that he had um, against Memphis, but he did have 13 points, 6 assists, 2 steals, 4 rebounds, kind of a little bit of everything. And the Mania are quietly continues to have a good season. 10 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. You know, just quietly doing his thing. And I'll say that before I go. It's probably the first game in the, in the in the last 12 where Buddy Heald wasn't a major impact player. Uh, just two of sevens, played just 15 minutes. And really couldn't argue against him playing just 15 minutes. Bays was rolling. The team was playing well. and And if you're a plus-minus junkie, I'm not. But if you are... But he was the only guy with a minus tonight. He was a minus 12. So all in all, great team. Win, solid from start to finish. for them. You know, with the lull that you expect to come in a game. But great effort, I thought, from the Kings. Like I said, next up, Tuesday at Golden State. And then they're off to Oklahoma City and Memphis. So that should be this this road trip here. You got six of, you know, they're in a stretch of six of seven on the road. A four-game trip now. So this will be a good test for them. Uh, just in case you forgot, I don't know why you would. This is Jason Jones of The Athletic. Mr. Jones, LBC on Instagram. Mr. Underscore Jason Jones on Twitter. Uh, you know where to find all my work at theathletic.com. I think I might have to mess around and get a fat burger since I'm home. Hit up Roscoe's last night. So you know how we do with L.A. folks, uh, don't hate on me, Sacramento, with my L.A. stuff. Let me enjoy it, you know. And plus, right now, the Kings are Clipper killers right now. They, Clippers have no answer for the Kings the last couple of games. Yes, the Clippers didn't have Paul George or Pat Beverly, but uh, Kawhi Leonard was still a monster. You know, he's in. he, he had his you know, 31, 8, and 5, two steals. You no, know, Lou Will still does Lou Will things, as Luke mentioned twenty-four points, and Montrez Harrell sixteen points. So ten boards. So uh the the cupboard isn't exactly bare for the for the LA Clippers. So that's all I got. Y'all be good out there. Y'all take it easy and I will check back with you sometime after that, Kings. Oh actually check te- check that. We'll have a throne room breakdown Tuesday before that uh, that game against the, uh, the Warriors. And then I'll check back with you after that game. And that might drop Tuesday night or maybe even Wednesday morning. So be on the lookout. Y'all be good out there and I'm gone.